what do you think's probably been like the secret sauce for you growing your business to what it is today? My staff, a hundred percent, the team that's with me on the journey. I wouldn't be anywhere and the business would not be anywhere without every single one of those girls. They all play such an important role within the business and me personally learning how to let go of certain things. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning a perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're with Tim and Matt. Mate, how are you? G'day, Tim. I am good, mate. Can't complain. It's been bloody hot, hasn't it? Holy moly. My office is like a sauna. I'm sweating and losing kegs. And when we record, I can't have... Uh, no, definitely no on. <laughs> <laughs> mate, last weekend was my free weekend until the end of the year. My last weekend at the end of the year. And what does my wife say? Oh, we've got to like rip up the backyard, renovate the front yard, and rip down a retaining wall, can't, like extend the driveway. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty busy. Hence the tan. I can tell I'm looking a lot tanner than you. You're looking a bit. You're looking a bit fitter too, mate. It's about time. Oh, you, uh... Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's but not, anyway, let's, let's not talk crap. Well, yeah, we've uh, we've got a special <laughs> guest with us, and um, you know, do you want to do you want to introduce yourself, Eliza? Yeah, sure. I'm Eliza. I own Ivy Lane Collective, which is a wedding floral design business on the south coast of New South Wales. And we specialize in epic flowers. I love How that. good. On brand. How- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I, was saying, uh, I was saying offline, I'm like, Eliza, it's actually like finally nice to like meet you, like the Ivy Lane Collective. Because like we've done so many weddings, but like obviously you're, you're not there. Like most of the time it's your girls like doing an amazing job. And I'm like, everything is just so bloody beautiful. And I always know when I see Ivy Lane on the run sheet and I'm like, Oh, florals, styling, it's going to be sick. But I never get to see you. So it's actually finally nice to uh, meet the elusive uh, Eliza. <laughs> yes, it is. Thanks so much for having me too, guys, tonight. It was really exciting to be invited. But um, exactly like you said, Tim, we are a team of about 10 plus 12 at the moment, florists. I'm very lucky to have an amazing team of women behind me and with me um, creating for all of our couples. So it means that we can service a really, a really big amount of people at this well. That's so good. I love it. Before we dive into like a little bit more about who you guys are and what you do, I think it's kind of because we have been saying you're a bit elusive and we don't know much about you. We're going to find out a little bit about you. Um, and if you were feeling any nerves, this will help you uh, relax a little bit. It's always yeah, um, a favorite of ours. So it's quick fire. So don't overthink it. Whatever comes into your mind first, um, just say it. If it's wrong, it makes it funnier. Uh, Tim, do you want to start it off? Yeah, I'm going to kick us off with coffee after 5 p.m. Yes or no? No, no coffee. Don't drink coffee. At all? I don't know how. Not at all. <laughs> wow. And you're a florist. You got to like, 2am like yeah i know (laughs) a lot of tea and a lot of red frogs (laughs) is there is there there some flowers that you know like like so many like different aspects and even like medicines like come from flowers is it like some flowers that you get like oh just the energy like the like the red bull flower (laughs) i mean i definitely haven't noticed but there's definitely flowers that give me a kick a kick in my step for sure when you smell them i'm like shit that's good 
That's the most left field thing I've ever heard you ask in a podcast (laughs) in our like 50 plus episodes. That was was rogue Tim. (laughs) That sun's been getting to you, mate. I don't coffee oh man i like i live off coffee like you live off coffee i i I was gonna say that probably really really threw you off then when i was like no (laughs) no coffee (laughs) my partner's still trying to work it out yeah (laughs) where where Um, do you get the energy from (laughs) all right go go. we're we're moving on all right um if you don't drink coffee do you have a favorite cocktail yes margarita easy done Done. margarita 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 you're back (laughs) you're back in the list of goodness yeah And what book or podcast are you reading slash listening to at the moment? I'm listening to the digital version of Atomic Habits. I'm Ooh, loving loving it. that book. Yeah, started it over in Bali and I'm trying to listen to it in the drives to and from weddings. So lucky we travel a bit for work. Yeah, that's amazing. amazing. That's on my I've, that's on my yeah. to do list to listen to. It's I've read it multiple Can times. highly it's recommend. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll maybe we'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're if you're a biz uh, if you're a biz owner out there, it's definitely a good one to uh, to listen to slash read because uh, yeah, I've, I've heard it pretty much in every business coaching um, course or you know everyone's been recommending that one. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a good one. What's your most memorable piece of advice that you've received in life? This is always a big question. <laughs> it's like getting real deep. <laughs> small as I say small business wise learning how to delegate um and trusting that when I pass it on has been the biggest learning curve personally for me but yeah I'd say in all aspects of my work life and personal life just learning how to be okay with asking for help and accepting someone's help and knowing that they're going to do an amazing job and if you can be better utilized somewhere else put that time there and trust that person to take that task 100% 100% and you build Boom. a team of 10 to like 12 girls yeah. so that is that was phenomenal good. so absolutely you nailed that it. some people get <laughs> yeah. so stumped on that one so that was amazing I'm a bit like whoa watch out. <laughs> she's ready <laughs> and if you could go anywhere in the world tomorrow where would it be oh that's such a hard question I feel like I would have to say somewhere local like I've recently been doing a bit of traveling and every time I get overseas, I'm like, man, why did I leave? This is such an epic country we live in. And the South Coast and Jervis Bay, all the beaches here, I'm like, we are so blessed. So I feel like I would have to say like a local, a local trip would be on the radar for me at the moment. Love that. Somewhere beautiful around here. Amazing. All right. Last question. If you were to buy an exotic pet, what would it be? Oh, I think an iguana or a chameleon, something that's like blending. I could put it next to a flower and it'd be like, oh my God, where did it go? <laughs> why, why does it always come down to lizards? Like, yeah, why if everyone says a lizard? <laughs> well, I think chameleon and lizards would be really handy for me because the amount of bugs that come off our flowers and like stick insects and snails and crap that comes and the, the caterpillars. We get so many caterpillars in our flowers when they come from the market. So I'm like, let's get something Fresh. that's going to get rid of these. Oh, man. I actually have never like thought about that, but like Me I've either. never seen a bouquet or even flowers with a bug on it, to be honest. So yeah, well, don't we usually the get them all at that point. We'll be driving back from the markets and you'll just see this stick insect like crawling along the roof of the van and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you need to put up like a barrier that like nothing can get through or something. Yes, we need. Uh, how good. Well, you nailed that. That was, uh, you smashed that one. That's amazing. I got and, sweaty um, palms for sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Let, let's, yeah, you're going to start rapping for us, Tim. Yeah. He's ready for it. <laughs> All right. Um, so you started to like touch on it before, but like maybe just tell us like who Ivy Lane Collective is and how you got to where you are today. 
Yeah, so I'm obviously the owner of the business, but have an incredible team of ladies behind me with a various mix of experience and qualifications in both flowers. Some of the girls are just beautiful extra sets of hands that jump in and do the styling with us, help with all the warehouse and behind the scenes. We've got an administration team as well. We've got our beautiful socials team. So we really have a split, but at the end of the day, if the help's needed, everyone jumps in and and gives a hand. It's sort of a bit blended as well. Floristry for me started back with my mum probably over 13 years ago now. So I've been doing flowers for a really long time, but the business is six years old. So it's grown a little baby along the way. But yeah, over the time, it's been a really amazing process. And at the end of the day, nothing really comes down to without the team. It wouldn't be what it is today. We couldn't do it. We couldn't do what we want. Yeah. And you've, you've grown so fast, like six years, like realistically, like isn't like that long like as a small business and obviously you've grown it to a point that, you know, Ivy Lane has a, a very strong brand um, and, you know, I, I love a good brand. So brand is definitely on point, but also like the quality of your, of your work is absolutely phenomenal. But what made you get into like floristry? Like, is that something that, you know, like when you left school, like you wanted to be a florist or you're into styling? Yeah, so my mum was actually a florist when she was my age. So year 10 work experience rolled around in high school and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Mum was like, you should just go to a florist shop. You'll have a great time. So signed up for the local florist shop and I got a Saturday job from that week of work experience, which then turned into me wagging school to go to work. (laughs) Terribly, so bad. But I did finish year 12 um, and graduated and then, yeah, started on in the traineeship and then went up from there and moved into some bigger, more extensive roles with companies in Sydney um, in big events, pretty quickly figured out that I didn't want to do shop floristry. I wanted to go into the bigger scale work. Uh, And then from there, Ivy Lane was born and Andy, my 2IC started and it just sort of rolled on from there. Amazing. And so you've had Andy with you like for the whole time almost? She's been with me for five years. So she was pretty quick. She's my OG girl. So you see her around everywhere. Bright pink hair, can't miss her. Uh, And then, yeah, so from there, we've then gone through high. We've got, we've had trainees. So those girls have then become qualified and um, it's been really, really fun. And each time we add a new person to the business, it means that we have a new, a new style, a new flavor. Someone likes doing certain things. Like we've got some girls that love super modern, some girls that love like spray painting and bedazzling stuff, and then some that love colors. So it sort of means we can really service a, a wide variety of people's styles as well too, which is when I feel like you look at our Instagram, there's so much variety on there because we have so many different artists within the company. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like floristry, like just like any other like type of creative arts, like it's so artistic, like based on like the artists there and the style in there. But maybe like walk us through like what are the types of like services do you offer? Yeah, so we offer florals, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh, <it's not> like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, surprising florals, <laughs> number one. But we also do styling and stationery. So styling on the day for us would mean like your candles, um, any of your holders, table numbers, wishing wells, all of the little bits and pieces that you might end up finding that you needed on the day that just help create a, a finished look and product. Uh, and then stationery as well too. So we actually pair with my partner's company, Anime designs to offer stationery within our packages for our couples just to make it a really easy one-stop shop essentially for them by offering them with with him 
it just makes it a really fluid process because the couples are liaising with us we're liaising with him he's in the warehouse with us in his office um, and we bring the stationery on the day so it's really cruisy makes Amazing. it nice and easy for everyone I love that. And also I suppose like you, if you're doing like styling and the florals, like you at times will have to like move some stuff around. Like I'm assuming if there's other styles yes. that come in, there's always, you're always having to like shift some stuff around. If it, your flowers on the table or their styling or, you know, whatever. So kind of like makes yeah. sense, go hand in hand, make a little bit lighter work for you guys as well. And um, yeah, I love that. So you spoke a little bit just then about like before about like kind of like the process and how like a lot of your like couples have like, you know, or if, I guess the work you've done in the past has been a wide variety. This probably wasn't the question I was planning on asking until you uh, like said it before, but like, have you struggled or how did you kind of like navigate the early stages and even still today to like kind of like delegate the right florist or right stylist to the right couple? Yeah, I think at the moment where the way that we sort of work isn't necessarily to the style as well. Definitely there's some weddings where I'm like, that person has to be Andy or that person has to be me or depending on who it is. But at the moment we're sort of working with the venues and I guess who the couple gel with the most because we, we have four of us in sales. So it's sort of like if that couple has been speaking directly with Andy or myself, we will then sort of send that person along to the job. Mo awesome. not super in style at the moment. Okay. Yeah. I feel cool. like that I was like. That. Do you have a <laughs> like? Do you have a favorite like style of like floristry or like a favorite um I suppose like theme or like vibe of a wedding? Like, is it like modern, like contemporary? Is it like a little bit artsy and creative? Yeah. Like, is there something that just like okay, like I have to like I have to do this. Like, I'm the boss. I gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I some days I feel like it's like. Yeah, I feel like it'd be like trying to pick a favorite child, you know. <laughs> like it's really hard. Yeah. I think if there's a there's a different day for every occasion, a different feel, different times of the year based on what flowers are coming in would change what I think would look best. I think at the moment I'm probably leaning more towards like the pastels and the garden styles, but I definitely do love a really contemporary look as well too that challenges us a bit more. It's yeah. probably, I feel like I love it all. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about you, Matt, but I'm seeing a lot of um, couples now, like actually leaning more into their personality, like, especially like with floristry and like picking out like certain like themes or certain colors. Like we've, we've done a couple of like Mediterranean, even some like, some like Italian or like Tuscany inspired like weddings where they're like really like bringing like the fruits and you know the yellows <laughs> and the and the blues into it and I'm like it's actually like really cool to like to lean into that like it's not just you know the colors of like the bridesmaids dresses or like or other details like within the style and it's if it's within you know the flowers and the floristry themselves um and bringing like you know things like fruit like when I see like a bunch of fruit I'm like what the hell? Like, what is going on? <laughs> do, do you like, remember it um, so well? I think I think I'm pretty sure it was like you girls that did it, Eliza. Do you remember the one at Seacliff last year um, that was just like full of lemons? Lemons, like yeah. Oh my Emily, goodness! That, yeah, Emily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a mental blank right now. But that no, I remember lemons, that yeah. like um, there was that many lemons that I was talking <laughs> to the girls and they were like, they were... we literally went to every single Woolies around and we <laughs> we sold out every single Woolies in the area full of, of lemons, lemons because they couldn't find them. And I was yeah. Like, oh Do you know goodness. the worst part about it was all the lemons came back to our warehouse. So then we were trying to gift <laughs> lemons to everyone for like two weeks after the wedding. We were like, please do you want lemons. Please take lemons, lemons, lemons. 
Um, that was, yeah, uh, em- it was really Emily fun. and Rory, I remember now. Er- I was like, Emily yeah. and Rory. I was going to say yeah. Ross. I was like, yeah, Emily and Rory. Emily and Rory, yeah. Such a good wedding. That I just remember like walking in, there was lemon, it was lemon city. Yeah. And, some and Ellie had been there cutting. Been. Yes. She cut them zigzagged. She yes. zigzagged cut like so many of them. I was like, girlfriend, that is dedication to lemon. It looked cut. amazing though. It was, yes. yeah, it was next level. But yeah, I definitely think we're, uh, we're definitely seeing a lot more couples like wanting to do like something a bit more personal and, um, um, like, what does that, like, when couples are wanting something a bit more specific, Eliza, like, what does that look like for you guys in terms of, like, the process? Like, how do you work with your couples to make sure you're providing them that? I love that they want to express themselves within their wedding day. It's something that we really recommend doing and really encourage that they do in the process of working with them because at the end of the day, it's your wedding. If you want to have something that speaks to you guys, absolutely do it. Don't fall within the the traditions or the trends if that's not who you guys are as a person. You don't want your guests walking in and being like, oh, this is not really that couple. Or you want everyone to walk in and you go, man, this is so like so-and-so. This is so your vibe. This is such your wedding. And you also want to look back on it as well too and be like, man, we crush that. That is exactly who we are. So I feel like a lot of the time, we're about, especially if you've got two different visions between the couples, we're going to, like pun intended, like marry them together and try to figure <laughs> out a, a way to blend them as well too. But we really do recommend that they that they stick to who they are. If you don't want to have a cake or a first dance, then don't have a cake or a first dance. Or if you want to have a, a lemon Tuscan inspired wedding, 100% do that. And we've got a couple actually doing that at the moment, Tim, and they're doing lemon name cards. They've got like hand calligraphy names on oh. lemons <laughs> and the lemons are on the plates. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And just as a vendor, like it just, I don't know, like for, for me, like as a creative as well, like, cause I, like I ask some questions, like, in, like from my process to like understand what the styling is um just so i get a bit of an idea but like when i rock up on the day and like before you even like see the couple and you start to see like the style being put together you're like oh wow like this is uh this is special but i know there's a lot of couples that are listening right now and they they probably haven't even thought of that they could get so personal within like their styling and even adding fruits within their like like floral styling which is um which is amazing but like what's your process to try and like bring out like more of their personality like when they inquire with you do you have a meeting in that meeting like what do you like typically go through to ensure that you know like what are the some of the questions that you might ask to bring out some of those you know things that you know they might not might not know what they want but by asking those questions you can really get it out that hey like this is what would really suit you guys yeah so when the couples inquire with us we essentially don't quote anything we don't do anything until we have a phone chat with them because i don't think you can really get a lot of information or enough information through emails and we like to make it a lot more personal and a lot more friendly get to know you guys a lot more too Uh, we don't actually provide any of our couples with mood boards or any inspiration pictures we ask them for everything so there's essentially a one-way uh, a one-way direction of the the palette and the mood boards coming through to us so that we can really see through them because we don't want to influence anything that they might be thinking okay, with yeah. seeing different ideas. So we'll ask them to send all of their photos through and then interpret from them, essentially. That's cool. I love that. That's like, it makes, it really stops you like, and I feel like I have this problem as a photographer sometimes <laughs> as well of like, people always ask me, oh, like, where should I go for this? Or where should I do this? Or what should I do here? And it's always like, I can give you my two cents, but it's not something that may align with you or you're just doing it because it's the, 
quote unquote easy road out maybe yeah. or something like that so i kind of like that you they have to kind of like really have a good think about it and actually do some research into like what they actually want and then i suppose for you yeah. as well it probably helps you um kind of be like not that you would get complaints but if you did have something and they're like oh that's not what we asked for well you can be like well <laughs> board, <this laughs> we were completely you off your images yeah, yeah we're obviously like, always like you said too matt we're always happy to guide and um like steer people in a direction if they want help but by all means we're really encouraging them to send over what they want us to create for them as well too yeah for sure and it's because it's like with like part of my onboarding process i you know like filmmaking like it's very much a a personal and you know a like a long creative process but i ask them like what are some of your favorite wedding films what are some of your like not so favorite wedding films because they may not be able to like verbally tell me exactly what they like but by showing me i'll be able to completely dissect it like you know like is it the is it the editing and the color you know the speed of the transitions or how fast the cuts are or like the the level of storytelling narration or dialogue so it's like it's yeah, like you do, you're doing essentially the same thing, right? Like you're you're finding out exactly what you know is their vision, and then putting it together based on exactly what they want. So there's no, you know, it's it's very clear, and there's so much clarity on like this is what they want, this is what they need. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So Eliza, tell me, right? There's one thing that whenever we go to the boys for prep, right, and the the buttonhole flowers come. And half of the time, they don't know what to do with it, right? Like, they either sit there looking at it like, oh, like, where does this go? And then sometimes, some like, florists just have the, like, the pin directly in there. Some have the magnets or some have, like, the, like, cool pin where it's got, like, an attachment. So it makes it, like, super easy. Tell me, where, where do you sit on this camp? Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? Uh, not really, but anyway, I know you're going to tell me, so shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. But uh, you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use Vidflow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable and Vidflow is accessible on mobile desktop and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart tv so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen and with all that effort that you put into your film you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible so use our code make it epic 20 for 20 percent off your Vidflow yearly premium membership Well, first of all, it's one of my favorite drops to do because they're like deer in headlights. Their eyes open up like this and they're like, what do I do with this? And we're like, no, it's okay. We've got you covered. We've actually created a QR code sticker and it's on top of all of our packaging. And it takes them to a video of us in the warehouse, literally showing them step by step, close up, far away of exactly how to put them on. So we've got a different sticker for each type of buttonhole, depending on what the couple choose. So if it's a pin, it'll be a pin video. If it's a magnet, it's a magnet video. And we try and make it like the most unfuckable fuck up a little process possible for that them. is so, <laughs> that is so that's a that's a game changer i've been to so many weddings with you girls doing flowers how have i ever missed this like 
Oh man. I'm, You're going to see I'm it now on all of our little clams. <laughs> yeah. There's a little sticker that says ILC and then there's another one next to it and it's a QR code. Maybe you should scan it, Matt, and you can watch it as well. Maybe, I, maybe I've been doing it wrong all these years when these guys, me and Tim are standing there like, can you help us with your buttonholes? Yeah, like, and you're me like, and Tim are like pinning them on. Yeah. There you're is qu- you're quickly <laughs> scanning the QR code and watching the video like, fuck, how do I do this? Okay, quick, <laughs> yeah, go. But not even joking. There has been times that we've gone and prepped and we're like, all right, boys, like, We'll come back in like 10 minutes. Like just make sure like that's all done and we'll get some photos. We come back in like 15 minutes and they're still trying to figure out how to put it on. And we're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, like, looking, they're, like, they're like looking at it like it's a different species. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? You are, you're grown men. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think as wedding vendors, we should have to do some qualification on how to do this in pocket squares. We get asked and all the time oh, yeah. how to po- do bow ties as well. And I'm like... I have no idea. I'm like, maybe we should create a little short course of like everyone. Okay, let's rally. Yeah. Go learn how yes. to do a bow tie, a pocket square, and a buttonhole. Ready, go. It's so funny. I, like sometimes, like the boys, like they dig themselves this hole where they buy the like bow ties that like oh, is not completely done. Like it's it's a they're gonna like, do it themselves. They're gonna do it themselves. And they open up in the morning. They're like, oh yeah, cool. So how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> you just see I, them walking around. Does anyone up. know? Does anyone know? Yeah. I went to this wedding uh, a few years ago now, and I'm going to message the groom. I reckon after this because I really want to know uh, where they found it. But they found this um, Matthew McConaughey voiceover, terrible voiceover, um, like bow tie tying tutorial on youtube yeah. and he compares like tying a bow tie to like sweet whiskey and like sweet love and it's just like with his voice it's just the funniest thing ever but <laughs> these guys spent these guys spent like two and a half hours like literally i was i left and they still hadn't even finished the like tying their own bow ties because they had no idea how to do it and like i just got photos of literally for the whole entire time i was there these guys staring at like the mirror trying to work out how to tie up these ties terrible <laughs> so they're probably all like this by the end of it as well yeah terrible. <laughs> if you're out there and you're listening do not get a tie up a bull bow tie just be, be a cheapskate go and buy the one that just clips on and that'll do <laughs> or get some training on how to do it watch my <laughs> eliza's videos <laughs> yeah eliza's gonna make us tutorials so watch this space <laughs> i was also thinking like before like like when it comes to like the uh the signage and the like that part of like your business let's go even though it's your partner's business but you know yeah. like you're still you're still offering it right does yeah. that also like are you also getting like inspo or, like with that side of things or are you trying to like match the florals and the style of that to then the signage and stationery and all like of that as well yeah so that essentially works backwards to the flower side of things so usually we'd obviously start with flowers and styling and then stationery is done a lot closer to the date so they've all they've sort of got a bit more of a clear plan by that stage um, but the stationery is set up in more of like a Chinese restaurant menu. Like, can I have a number one with a number 10 sort of vibe? And you can change the colors and mix and match so that it's a bit more cookie cutter, so to speak. Um, and it just means that the couples don't need to be like, oh, can you move that font 10 inches lower yeah, okay. or yeah. space this a little <laughs> bit more just to make the process a little bit more smooth and a bit easier for them as well, too. They don't have to go back and forth in 10, 15 drafts. Yeah, awesome. And then with your styling specifically is that something that you guys like do you have a collection of styling items already do you like hire them out what does that process look like you know because i'm sure there's couples out there going i'd love to have ivy lane help me but where do i start what does that look like what do they have etc 
That's such a good question. And if you saw our warehouse, you'd probably be wide-eyed at the moment as well. We have a humongous warehouse in South Narrow. It's ridiculously big and probably too big, but we always find a way to fill it with so much shit. Um, we have <laughs> <laughs> we have every vase and candle styling piece you could ever imagine under the sun. It's like walking into Ikea on steroids oh, or like man. pillow talk and like every store that sells something, I'm constantly just buying new things and if a couple has something cool that I'm like oh that could work for future weddings or we could utilize that in I'll just go and get it because I'm <laughs> constantly I'm like oh we've got room it's fine we've got a big warehouse we'll just put another shelf up it'll be all good so yes we have everything on hand so we don't hire anything in and we don't actually charge our clients any higher fees to use our products so that they get the most out of the floral budget because if we're allocating like five dollars per bars they've got a higher I don't want them to feel like, oh, we can only afford to have 20 vases, but their table needs 30 and they've got the floral budget to do 30 vases. And I'm like, well, we've got cool shit. I'd rather give it to you and give you more flowers and make it look amazing. So it works really so, well. So Because pr- pricing with floristry can become a little bit complex, right? Because it's so so varied between like every yeah. like different florist. Do you want to maybe like walk us through like what's like, what's your like pricing structure and like, especially if a, like a couple listening right now thinking about planning their wedding, and they're like, you know what, like I do, I do need a florist, but I'm just overwhelmed with the process of, of how to engage with someone, what that looks like, if there's a minimum spend, what is that, et cetera? Yes. So we offer a $6,000 minimum spend to our clients. We do have smaller ILC mini packages, which fall below that, that we utilize for our trainees to get great practice on the days uh, that really suit the couples that don't need full service packages. Uh, within the 6,000 budget, obviously, we can include whatever talents a piece of string. There's no set pieces that a couple have to have within that budget. We itemize everything and every quote is custom done to our clients. So we don't have any set packages they have to choose from. We itemize everything in the quotes where they come through. So we essentially just ask them, throw everything into the first one and then cut and paste put it all together and make it perfect for you both. And then to really help people, because obviously everyone's flower budgets and flower needs and wants are so different. We'd actually base all of our quantities on their guest numbers, not necessarily on the table spaces or quantities, because that's how we sort of work out how big everything's going to be. And then obviously some people are limited with the menu options they choose, whether it's share platter, alternate platter, all of that sort of thing as well and then yeah just sort of try and make it all meet in the middle I guess. There's so much involved isn't it? (laughs) Yeah it's really hard and you do work with every client individually like we have a lot of conversations emails back and forth lots of bits and pieces that go into it and but majority of it is done I feel like three weeks out from the wedding the conversations that we have like a year ago they're pointless by the end of it that roll around do you guys once you've created that quote like and you kind of like had a good chat with the couple like do you, they come in and meet you at all like do they come in like how does that like part i guess even selecting some of the styling and things like that or do you guys have like a catalog you've already kind of created we have a catalog on pinterest so we do upload everything but we do leave a lot of that open to interpretation just to give us some creative freedom with the packages on the day Um, essentially I feel like it's like most artists we don't want to super be dictated to so that we can create the best work for our couples Um, the less hovering over your shoulder you sort of get the more 
beauty and the better the product, I guess, is the more freedom that we get, the better our work becomes. Um, but we obviously are very happy to work within the scope and the color palette and the needs of the wants of the clients as well too. So if they're like, I only want pink and white, we're obviously not going to be thrown in blue or something random as well too. So it is still within the confinements of what they're after. Moral of the story, trust your vendors. Uh, Please. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like that's what you uh, you need to be doing if you are out there yes. and we're selecting, especially like a florist, you know, like they, well, you guys like, and I feel like you guys, like your team are really great at putting a lot of like images up and things like that. So you are going to see a wide variety of what they do. And like, so therefore it's going to like, if you really want to spend, you know, let's say at the minimum spend of $6,000, like they have to really trust you. Cause it's like, at the end of the day, what's the point in paying us as creative you know, and service providers, if you don't trust what we do. Um, and that comes for anything in the creative yeah. realm, um, I think. <laughs> we like we spoke about red flags last week, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch watch out for those bad boys. Those, I feel like the week before we spoke about personalities or something, and that was like the Zillas. So watch out for the, the Zillas. Yeah. They'll get you every time. Yeah. I wanted to maybe just touch once more, like going back a step, like, Talk about minimum spends. Like if for you guys, it's 6,000. For others, it may be 2,000. For others, it might be 10, 20,000. Who knows, right? For like in terms of like florists, the word minimum spend is a bit of a like, I feel like it's almost a buzzword because it gets thrown around a lot. A lot of people just talk about it, but it's not always like explained why there is a minimum spend. Obviously, you don't want to do weddings on a weekend for 200 bucks, like sort of thing because it's not really worth the time for you and all your girls in your warehouse. But like, what does mm-hmm. the minimum spend mean I guess, in the florist world? Yeah, so for us, we obviously have a certain standard that we throw out on the Instagram and what you see on socials and what everyone falls in love with to essentially inquire with us. And that over the years has sort of grown into the $6,000 minimum spend. That's what I personally feel like we need to be given to create that work. And if we're not given that, we can't guarantee that that's the picture you're going to receive at the end of it. So we really try to set the bar at a realistic standpoint so that our couples walk away really happy getting what they expected from it as well. Cause at the end of the day, they, they see a certain standard work go out. And if they, if they aren't going to meet that minimum spend, we can't guarantee we're going to be able to create that for them as well. Yeah. So I think as well too, it's really important that minimum spend in place to keep the jobs of the staff going. We're obviously have a lot of full-time staff members, which in our industry isn't super popular being a seasonal one as well. So having that minimum spend in place just ensures that I can keep all of our staff employed through the winter months as well as the summer months as well. Yeah, for sure. And you, you've got a like, and just like any other vendor, like there's a, there's a quality to uphold as well. Um, yeah. And like, I, I'm really appreciative of like those vendors that like really like aim to like set a standard like within the industry and their their standard is like not just like a, a one like a one off like it's consistent like I suppose with the weddings that I do and the, and the weddings that like Matt does and the volume that we do as well like it's it's important that the vendors that we do work with like have a standard as well and we see that's like flow out like throughout the year and it's consistent it's great and it means that we're just working with absolutely like a plays and you know like we we started this podcast to chat shop on like everything you know creative everything within the wine industry and everything that we love about the industry that's treated so well um but it's also an avenue for us to like really like talk to vendors that have that same standard as well and it's very clear within like within ivy lane and just seeing like the amount of creativity like i've seen um you know, we we're talking um, about before, like Zena and James's wedding, which was like 
absolutely phenomenal and their styling was you know like flowers were like absolutely everywhere and you had like the the ceremony was on the other side of the vineyard and then inside as well and then they had like the dance wall um and like i seen there was a lot of styling around the dance floor as well and then outside um it was yeah it was just absolutely mental maybe like talk us through like what are your like now that you're a seasoned like business owner in floristry like what are your favorite what's your favorite part of the job now definitely I feel like obviously working with a variety of clients is one of the favorite things. I think there's such a variety to what we do as well too. We work at different locations every single weekend, no wedding and no couple are the same. It's really nice having a consistently changing environment around us, Uh, always seeing different flowers come in every season as well too. No flower that we work with is ever the same. We all look similar but nothing is ever the same. And I think it's just been a really amazing experience growing the business. Like I never expected it to turn into this. There was no goal to be like, this is where we're getting to. It just it organically happened. And I think I just every day sort of turn around and like, fuck, that was, <laughs> I was like, am I allowed to swear? But yeah, I was like, <laughs> I just, it really blows my mind. And I feel like I'm very grateful and super stoked always to just be working with a constantly changing environment. Yeah, well, it definitely it definitely didn't happen by accident. Um, <laughs> we just know you're very humble. But maybe what's some of your, you know, like what do you think's probably been like the secret sauce for you growing your business to what it is today? My staff, a hundred percent, the team that's with me on the journey. I wouldn't be anywhere, and the business would not be anywhere without every single one of those girls. They all play such an important role within the business. And me personally learning how to let go of certain things like the social media to give, like hand that over. I'm like, Eliza, you suck at social media. Just give it to someone else that knows what they're doing. And same with like the admin, like I'm not great on in my emails half the time. So get someone in that's really awesome on emails, gets back to people quickly. That's what they want. People don't want to wait two weeks for a reply because you're off on a job site up a ladder somewhere. They want to see a quick response. They want to be clear. They want to know what's going on. They want really great communication. So really learning to delegate those things was definitely a a huge part of that. I feel like it's really hard to uh, like give away a part of yourself inside that business too, right? (laughs) Like it's not something that's easy to do. Like even for me, like I would say like this year is the first time I've given a part of my business away um, or got someone to help me with my business, which is crazy because I've probably been I've been shooting weddings for I think five years now and I've been pretty busy as a solo operator you know I'm the only one doing everything I still do all my editing and stuff myself and finally this year I got a VA in and it's probably changed my world and I'm like oh I don't know why I didn't even me and Tim yeah. have the same VA and we have also the she also helps us with the podcast and I was even saying to Tim like the last two weeks I'm like Tim was always like, you should get a VA, you should get a VA. And now now I'm like, I should up the hours of the VA. I should get a few more hours. <laughs> and, Tim, and, and Tim's like, yeah. and you were telling me a week ago that, or like, you know, six months ago that you wouldn't even get one. Um, like, so it, it does definitely speak volumes for like you and um, like, I guess how you are as a business owner, because you can admit, and it's hard to admit sometimes that you need help, right? And that you're not good yeah. at this. But I feel like that's how you've, like, as you said, that's definitely how you've grown. Like, and that's amazing is, you know, for what we do, most of the time we can't do it all ourselves, even though I think I can sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you definitely can. Like at the end of the day, the business started with just you guys there and same for me, but I wouldn't be able to offer what we do to our clients as well as we do. My clients would be getting emails back from me like two months later if I was the only one there and there's no way that I could 
produce the work that we do on Instagram by myself. It just isn't possible. There's not enough hours in the day, like Cena and Matt's wedding, uh, Cena and James's wedding, sorry, that you re- talked about before, Tim, that installation in their reception, we had one hour to bump that whole I, thing I, in. I know. <laughs> and it was crazy. And I'm like, I can't do that by myself. Like there's no way. And mm. we obviously have to work to a lot of really tight time restraints and yeah. And work within that and you you cannot physically do it by yourself you need people with you and you have to trust that they're going to do it at the standard that you need it to because you know you don't have any time to, to yeah. think about it otherwise because do you do you remember that like i i think i first seen you guys like in the reception area and i quickly like ran in i had to drop some stuff off like set up like some recorders and then i had to quickly run back out set up the ceremony and then I had to drive like to like where Zena was on the other side of the um of the estate and then like I think I seen you back at the ceremony I'm just like running quickly set up for the PA and then running back <laughs> yeah and we were just there flipping roses I feel like at one point when you came back we were sitting on the steps eating hot chips which never happens <laughs> at all but I was like oh my god this morning has been crazy we just need 10 seconds to pull it together yeah but it worked out yeah like it obviously worked out so so well and it's a yeah it's a wedding we're talking about a bit because it, it was just not one of those weddings where everything just like just turned out so good so yeah good. everything everything just turned out so good um but you mentioned like instagram uh instagram quite a quite a bit as well and you've got a social marketing media manager um yes maybe talk to us about how like is instagram like a major like component of your leads is that where you get a lot of your inquiries from is that why you like um invest a lot of time and energy into like social media Yeah, so we have a full-time social media team. So Monday to Friday, we have two girls now. We did originally have one um, and then just felt like we could have, we could take it a lot further. There's endless content. There's really no cap on what you can, what you can do. But I would say I notice a fluctuation in when our inquiries come through, the more that we're posting our stories to when we're not. So if we have a week where the girls might be away or they're helping with us and they're not posting as much, I notice we don't get as many leads. And then the weeks where we are posting lots, we actually, you can physically see the wave come through in the inquiries based on what the content is that they're putting out. How good. Maybe maybe I should get a social, <laughs> social media manager. I mean, this is just my business. I'm not going to be like <laughs> a disclaimer at the bottom. Like this is for Ivy Lanes. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's yeah, like it's good. And I suppose like it's you know it's every business owner's like bottleneck, right? Because it's like it's time consuming to create the content and to come up with the content and to like follow the trends and you know to make sure that you you are showing up. And it's it's obviously like. Matt and I individually spend a lot of time like on our social media. Like we we have a, a standard that we want to you know uphold to, but we also want to make sure that what we're delivering is like quality. And it's you know it's a lot of time and effort to make sure that we that we post and what we do post is you know is exactly you know the message that we want to say as well. Yeah, I think even too with social media as well, guys. Like even the time that it takes to credit people properly <laughs> on the posts, we where I'm anal anal about making sure that our posts and our tags are like on point and everyone that we know was there or knew was there if we're seeing vans drive away with branding on it I'm usually on my phone like chasing it down like taking a picture I'm like quick remember that vendor or if someone walks in can I just take a picture of your t-shirt so I remember who was here today and sometimes we'll get messages from people being like hey I was at that wedding too because I feel like we've really set the bar quite high with 
vendors know that we're going to credit correctly unless we don't physically know that you were there but we're always making sure and I think that that's really important in our industry as well too because so many leads do come through social media and people look for who did the work Hmm. little uh little golden nugget there's um there's actually a software called like wedding workflows and it's a, it's actually an app so it's actually a vendor like a, a vendor database where you can send it to your couples or you can fill it out yourself and basically input all of the vendors and if they're already in the database it'll automatically populate and it gives you the option to actually copy for a post or copy for a story Oh my so God. you can like have it on your phone <laughs> we'll as, long as, fi- as long as it's as long as it's so i i send this to my couples about a month before so yeah. they'll fill it out if they don't i'll fill in like fill in the rest if i can but i actually tell my couples to be like make sure you send this out to all your vendors because like it helps them so they don't have to like type it out each time <laughs> so no more eliza harassing vendors on the job site being like let me take a photo of your t-shirt <laughs> not creepy at all yeah <laughs> I do, I do love the day, the day after a wedding, I get like, you know, there's like a, a hundred like stories and like, ding, ding, Ivy Lane. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we I have people be like, I'm not in this, I'm not in this story. Can you not tag me? And I'm like, oh God, I'm like we get asked to tag. We don't get to tag. I'm like, just don't reshare it. Just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I even got a message from, uh, from your girls this morning because I shot a Yes, Lucy on, said she messaged you. Yeah, on Saturday, I shot a, I shot a rad wedding uh, at, to Riverside Gardens. And I think you guys, they probably went with, I'm assuming they went with your, uh, I don't know what you called it. but uh, your, Minis, like, uh, yeah, ILC Mini. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So they so picked they it up from our option. warehouse. Yeah. And they were like legends and their photos turned out sick. And then I got a message this morning being like, can we see some of the sneak peeks? And I was yeah. like, that's amazing. <laughs> like you guys are like so on it. And it makes sense because there's two of them and they can, you know, work together to conquer the world. It works One, really one wedding well. at a time. <laughs> but we won't ask you for the full album for two months. That's our wait period. We won't email you for two months. We'll leave you alone. <laughs> it's good. I, I like I like. You're probably one of the only vendors that I probably work with regularly that I get, quote unquote, not that badly harassed yeah. by. Um, Sorry. To be like, have you, got, have you got photos for me yet? I, I love it. I think yeah. it's great. I, I really like, because I know that, you know, you guys will definitely get to see it then. And you always post them too, which I think is great. So it shows why your social media game is so strong because you have two Yay. people putting their minds together to uh, create it. And I do think it, as you said, it definitely, uh, definitely comes back to, um, yeah, provide you guys like a lot of, um, I guess, inquiries and just like a lot of trust in the industry too. Not like, you know, it's not always about the inquiries, but just that trust factor, you know, that people know that you're doing a lot and you're doing a lot of different styles and, you know, you are definitely one of the the high uh, pinnacled florist in the uh, the South Coast for sure. I didn't, I was trying not to call you. I remember last time we had a florist on, I called her a witch by accident. So I'm, oh. I'm trying to be, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I, I didn't mean it in a bad <laughs> way. No, like, yeah. So when I was saying anything, like I was a, like, a magical... don't say, don't say witch. Yeah. yeah. I was like wizard, but that's, anyway, I'm just going to stop talking. Um, but yeah. anyway, it was, it was, uh, yeah, you guys are killing it hundred percent. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> uh, Eliza, is there any any golden nuggets you'd like to share for the for the couples out there that are planning their wedding at the moment, or maybe freshly engaged and they're just at the start of their planning process and they're they're looking at florists and they perhaps you know need a little bit of a, a help and a guiding hand? Yeah, I mean, first of all, listen to the podcast every week when it comes out. That is definitely the biggest one. It's going to help you tips and tricks. Um, but I think as well, trusting the vendors jump on their Instagrams, look at what they're producing. If it's work you love and you see it every week and they're producing it, we do this all the time, so many times. So 
you guys get married once we do this every weekend just trust that we know what we're doing and that we're really got your best interests at heart and we're going to make the best decisions for you guys and yeah we're going to make it amazing nailed it absolutely nailed it and uh Eliza, where can we find you Everywhere, Instagram, <laughs> I'm, I'm on everywhere. the roads. Chase- are, you on, are you on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> Chasing you down at the venues, trying to take a photo of your T-shirt. <laughs> um, no, website, we have ivylanecollective.com.au and we've got Instagram, of course. You can follow us there. We don't have TikTok yet, but we will be there shortly. Otherwise, you can send us an email. Amazing, amazing. So is that a, is that another hire then to to get a, t- a TikTok specialist? <laughs> I think our social girls can take that one on as well. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Well, Eliza, it's been so good to have you on and so good to uh, you really dive deep into, I guess, what Ivy Lane Collective is for us to get to know you a little bit more. And I think for me, I just love the fact that you are so passionate about flowers, but also so passionate about the girls that work with you and the fact that you want to make sure that they're like, that all of your clients are getting served the best. Therefore, you know, you can't do it all yourself. And I think if you're a business owner out there, we can all take something from that because it's very hard to give up a part of your business because it's like giving up yourself or picking, you know, a favorite child. Um, But (laughs) take a little bit out of today's podcast um, and apply it to your business. I think you will really benefit from it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, until the next one, we'll catch you then. Bye. Bye. Hey, mate, are you sick of the plain old reading guest book that you'll never, ever read again? Yeah, absolutely. I actually don't think I've seen mine since my wedding night, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I've seen mine either, which is really interesting. But imagine capturing your guest voices with a retro phone that's a bit more epic and receiving all the recordings as an online gallery. That sounds absolutely amazing. Imagine all the like different voices you'll get to uh, hear from everybody. Some of the, the drunken ones and then also grandma maybe leaving you a, <laughs> a cute and romantic one as well. Sentimental voice memos from Nan and from family members. And then just imagine the boys giving you an absolute roasting. <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, check out Off The Hook. Use our code MIE50 and get yourself a sneaky $50 discount.